everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Can't Let Go, the new podcast from North by Northwestern, where we talk about news and personal stories from the week that we just can't let go of. I'm your host, Jacob Lazaro, and I'm here with two of my closest friends. Guys, you want to introduce yourselves? My name is Justin Curto. I am a managing editor for the website. Um, I really, really like music. I live in a terrible dorm, so I'm probably going to talk about that a lot. My name's Paola De Verona. I am the hangover editor for the magazine this quarter, and I love to be on my bullshit at all times, so those are where all my stories will come from. So Justin, what can't you let go of this week? I saw this story on The Cut by New York Magazine called Why So Many Women Cheat on Their Husbands. These women are like satisfied in their relationship but like also feel the need to like cheat on their husbands and they feel like it's fine and they like never end up telling them and like the writer was like yeah i talked to some of my friends and they were all like yeah i do it it's whatever and i <laughs> I, I, was just, whatever. I was just i was just casual, like, casual cheating session you know i was like kind of shook by it is, is this from the the blog is this the same story i'm thinking of where it was like daily or weekly like affair diary oh is no this, this isn't this isn't is, a sex diary oh it's not the sex diaries oh, okay but i read the one that you sent me once that it was like she detailed every guy she hooked up with while her husband was away yeah and that like, was wild okay was this wild. is different though because like that sex diaries was um they were in an open relationship so like mm. okay, yeah it was yeah. okay this one is like cheating on their husbands and like their husbands don't know about it some of these women are just having like back and forth texts with guys that are just like super flirty but they're not like doing they're just texting they're not like actually going out to meet them yeah yeah wow and it's just like that and they're like yeah i'm like not getting that from my husband so i'm doing that like on the side with some other guy okay so um on a slightly sadder note um my story that i can't let go of this week is all about natural disasters so um i've been following the uh, Hurricane Maria coverage in Puerto Rico a lot. It's like the whole island has no power. They had to evacuate, you know, thousands of people because um, there was a dam that was, like, going to collapse. But I haven't, like, heard a lot about it in, the U- in like, the U.S., right? Because we're all, like, thinking about Trump all the time. Natural disaster stories that normally would get a lot more coverage just kind of fall off, you know? I also feel like it depends what social media bubble you're in. That's definitely because, true. Because, for example, like, mine, like, everybody's talking about Puerto Rico because I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. from Puerto Rico. Yeah, I think a big deal, too, is that, like, Trump hasn't said anything about... Yeah, that's also weird. ...in Puerto Rico, or at least, like, last I'd heard of it, because, like, there's this, like, thing where we, like, don't want to acknowledge that, like, U.S. territories are part of the U.S., especially, like, when they, like, speak Spanish or when they're, like, not all white people. Oh, also, I feel like, though, like, when we went to, when Paolo and I went to see Daddy Yankee the other day, they they were, ta- he was talking about, like, Puerto Rico yeah. and Mexico, and they were, like, mm. taking donations and everything, so yeah. I do think it depends on, like, circles mm-hmm. and stuff like and that. And he's also from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm just, like, uh, like, the whole island has no power. It's, like, how do you even... Like, I, I can't remember the exact number, but I think people, were, the officials were talking, it's going to be like, you know, six months until everyone has power. It's like, mm-hmm. how do you live without power for like six months? Yeah, I can't, I did it for like yeah. a week and it was rough. Like, <laughs> I had, that's unimaginable. Basically, I, I couldn't go back to like the pre-electricity era. I know. These people camp. don't have a choice. I mean, yeah, I know you camped. I'm, I'm not talking about camping, Justin. I mean, like, daily I know, life. I know. They don't have... 
I'm trying to like, I'm like it's not like sound the, relatable. The, the entire with, island like, of Puerto Rico wasn't like, oh boy, let's go camping for six months. I'm surprised. I would expect. Okay, well, it's the stereotyping for Kansas. Okay, so. A lot of mine also has to do with natural disasters. I have like one particular story in mind from the Miami New Times that I read recently called Why Didn't FPL Do More to Prepare for Irma? And wait, 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 sorry, sorry, what is FPL? FPL is the like electric, the company in all of Florida that. Um, is it Florida Power and Light? Yeah, like it powers all, like all of our electricity depends on FPL. Over 90% of the state was without power because of, F- I mean, FPL's subpar service. <laughs> and I feel like they definitely, they, they, in this article, you read all about it, how they say that they prepared more after, like, Hurricane Andrew, after Hurricane Wilma, all this, for Hurricane Irma, and then Irma wasn't even as strong as those. Their, like, service was awful during this time. Like, at my parents business they had a power line that was um like above the building mm-hmm. or and something. it like fell on the building yeah no and it fell down but they still had power so the lines were like they had le- electricity and then there were like puddles on the ground so if anyone went into that they would get electrocuted mm. and it was hanging really low so then the trucks that would pass by my mom's company would like almost hit the lines like, like just d- by a little bit and they could <laughs> easily be electrocuted like that was a huge safety hazard and then the phone lines they say like oh if it's a, an emergency and they list one of those like those lines like as last an like call this number if you yeah like, yeah and my something. mom called and they did nothing about it for a long long time and like, then they like came a, like a week yeah wow. and then they came and just cut the lines and we're like well you figure out the rest for yourself it's been like that through all of Miami also like all of the state and um it just shows how awful it is to have like one provider kind of monopolize Mm -hmm. all of the electricity in an entire state as big as Florida they're just really bad people I wouldn't want to know them (laughs) (laughs) now we can do our personal stories so my story is pretty short so um a few nights ago I was walking down Sheridan Road and I passed the um, SAE headquarters, and there's three freshmen um, sitting on the step there who um, had, like, red Solo cups and a bottle of alcohol, and they were just, like, drinking in public on the steps of the SAE headquarters, um, talking about, like, religion and, like, what denominations of, like, Christianity they were, and I thought it was so weird, <laughs> so that's my personal story. <laughs> I, I love that story. I feel like it is, like... My true Northwestern. It is, it is college, <laughs> and there is like so much meaning there to unpack, and I just I think, I think there's a lot beautiful. of symbolism. Yes, that yes. they're talking about religion in front of SAE, the arguably most unreligious place on this campus. Also, that they're like drinking in front of SAE. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like that needs to be like a painting or something. I want. <laughs> I want to walk into like, the MoMA. <laughs> I want to walk into, like, the MCA or something and see, like, this, like, painting of, like, these, like, freshmen on the steps of SAE 
All right, my can't let go thing is kind of like an ongoing thing, but also happened today. So as you may or may not know, it is freaking hot outside. Oh my God, right? it is. I <laughs> it came is... to Northwestern to escape the heat, and yet here I am. It is so goddamn hot. And I have been melting, like, continually. And I look forward to coming back to my room and it being <laughs> freezing cold in there, right? So, like, I will walk up the staircase and I'll be like, it's hot and it's it's been hot and I'm melting. But I know I will open the door to my room and it will feel beautiful in there, right? Well, um, yesterday my roommate spent the whole day in the room. And I guess at some point he turned the AC off. So, I get back and I'm like feels a little different in here but like my roommate's my roommate's bed and his stuff is like right by where you change the ac and he was sitting there reading and i didn't want to go over there he wasn't even asleep you could have okay. just asked him no, i thought was... he was asleep the whole well, okay one he, just, he was sitting there reading two we like don't talk anymore it's been like a week but like now we just kind of like cohabitate and don't acknowledge each other's existence you need to like have some more communication but, so Justin, I couldn't I think change you only it. have one option here, and it is to request a roommate change. <laughs> I don't think that's my option. <laughs> a little too extreme. I, I think my roommate's fine. Hey. I hope he's not listening to this. So I feel like I need to put a disclaimer first. This story completely sums up who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it also sums up who we are as like a group of friends. I agree. Plus yeah. Maggie. It all started off when I decided to take rocks for jocks and then sign up for bilingual reporting which is 10 minutes later from tech to msc ouch so i realized that my little legs could not get me there fast <laughs> enough because i walk very slow and i went to target with my mom and we found the last bike that was on sale it was a cruiser bike it's this very nice quote unquote um, nice it's this very pretty like pastel blue color and I loved it and it looks like something out of like a retro movie and so I got it and then I asked the guy at the target to lower my seat because it was too tall again short legs and then he said the bike guy wasn't there so I was like okay that's fine I can do it on my own I'm gonna totally figure out how to get pliers and lower the seat because it doesn't have a lever literally like seven different people tried to lower this bike seat and no one could lower this damn bike seat and i couldn't reach the pedals and i needed to get to class so that night um when i couldn't lower it we decided that we were gonna rent a zip car courtesy of jacob that's right and we were gonna get my bike in there and it was a task and go to target that was also a task can i chime in real quick <laughs> yeah um for some reason Four of us decided to go on this trip, even though, like, really only... You know what? You gotta have no, an adventure No, here. I was gonna say, even though really only Jacob and Paola needed to go, Maggie and I, like, decided we needed to be along for the ride for They, they like, climbed, like, on top of the bike. We were, it was like a Wait, Ford-focused okay, hatchback, so, so we were yeah. like, shoved this in is, there. And we ride over to this Target. I call them beforehand, and I'm like, you guys can lower my bike seat if I show up right now. And they were like, yes, the bike guy is here. Like, we will lower your bike seat, ma'am. And I was like, okay, perfect. We show up there... And lo and behold, bike guy left 15 minutes before we got there. And they told me, uh, try another Target. So then we went to the Target in Niles. Meanwhile, I'm on the phone with some guy there. And he's like, yeah, um, our bike guy is not here today, but our manager, Charles, is going to lower this bike seat for Charles you. And I was through. like, you know. Charles, like, I love that man. So we finally get there, and Charles takes, like, a million years with, like, three other guys trying to lower this bike seat, and they're using tools from Target that still have the tags on them, 
And then they finally go to the bike seat, and it's all great, and I'm so happy, and Charles saved my life. Like, what a man. And now, in the bike, sa- the bike saga officially has continued, because now the tires are out of air, <laughs> and I can't ride it to tech anymore. So it's completely pointless. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to put air in my tires, so if you know how to do that and would like to help me, hit me up. It was beautiful, and now I'm back on my bullshit. And on that note, we're going to wrap things up for this week. So new episodes of Can't Let Go will come out every Tuesday. Um, And for your listening pleasure, you can find this and other NBN podcasts on iTunes and in the Google Play Store. Search Can't Let Go or North by Northwestern, tap on subscribe, and get our thoughts personally delivered to you every week, complete with push notifications. Our theme song is Little Lily Swing by Tritachian under a Creative Commons attribution license. I'm Jacob Lazaro. I'm Paola de Verona. And I'm Justin Curto. And this is NBN Audio. Alternatively, my can't let go is that I had the idea for sparkling iced coffee. And I found out that that's actually a thing. <laughs>